We're going to glisten. Glistening is good. Are you ready to start this? Of course. Well, let's do it. Yeah. All right. Here we go. The T-bone. <laughs> and chick fruit. Let's God bless. All these years, just get it right one time. What do you want from me? 40 years they've been trying. You couldn't fire somebody if they were horrible, doing a terrible job for the veterans. And now you can say you're fired. <laughs> <laughs> okay. No one listens to radio. And now for a quick disclaimer. The T-Bone. And Chick Brew. Show is brought to you by nobody. We have no sponsors. The show is still rated G. For Glorious. Hello. Hi, my friend. How are you? It's time. Hola. Como estas? Oh, ho, ho, look at you. <laughs> muy bien there. It, it is time to give the listeners what they've been waiting for. Me and you jabber-jawing back and forth about what is in our life and uh, trying to make it some type of entertaining. I'm going to tell you, I'm having issues. I'm having issues. We all know this. <laughs> You're late to this party. I, in Rhoda... My basement was set up as a TV studio. I could do quality videos in Rhoda because everything was set up to be a television studio. When I got here to central Pennsylvania, I set everything up to podcast, not to do videos. But I've got a work project that I want to do that's very video centric and I want to do videos again. And I can't find the, the, the magic formula that I had I've got more wires, more connections, more things floating from this way to that way. I've got everything everywhere. I can't connect anything. I have a high-quality camera. I've got a teleprompter. They, they need to work together so I can read the script from where the camera is. But the only camera I can get to work is the webcam, which doesn't... It would look stupid of me using the webcam and, and a teleprompter that's not at the same level because I would be looking in the wrong direction instead of at the camera. I have ordered more cables, I've downloaded more software, I've added other cameras. It's just one thing after another and I can't find, I cannot find the magic formula to turn this back into a television studio. I think the only way to do it is to literally just take everything down Take the stanchions down, take uh, the, the tripods down, take everything down, put it all back in a box, and then pull it out one piece at a time to set it back up as a television studio. Hilariously enough, that was going to be <laughs> And the moment I do that, I will lose all podcast capabilities. I am confident I will not be able to do one or the other. I can't seem to figure out. The, it's just there is a reason. If you have an actual electrical engineer on your podcast or your show or whatever it is, they are worth whatever it is you're paying them if you are doing multiple products, if you're doing audio and video products. I am... So frustrated. So I and just before we started taping, I had one last, one last. I, I this is gonna be it. This is gonna be it. And I I plugged it in and I turned it on and I did the thing and and that is and not record, it. Right? Did I hit record? <laughs> yes, yes, I hit record. <laughs> yes, I would hate to waste a rant like that. And I'm uh, every every. Thing I have on this desk right now is just reminding me that I am an absolute and utter failure. Oh, 
I'll go further on what a failure I am. You ready for this one? I get up in the morning and I get on the treadmill because I'm trying to be good and trying to be healthy, trying to work out. And I plug in the TV to watch me some Bumpy Johnson because it keeps me entertained and keeps my mind off the fact that I'm exercising and the TV won't start. All right, now I got to figure this thing out. So uh, I, I, well, obviously it's got to be the power bar because I'm sure it's just the power bar. So I replaced the power bar and it's not the power bar. So now it can't be the power bar. It's got to be either the TV or it's got to be the socket. And then I, I test the, the, the TV in another socket. And, and okay, so I've lost the socket. Well, turn, turn, turns out I've lost like almost all of the sockets in the basement, all of them. Except for this wall on my right-hand side, it, all those still work. And one strange one in the opposite side of the house. I get on the YouTubes. I follow all the directions. I do, I, I do everything I could possibly do until it says, okay, if, 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 at this point, you, you need to call an electrician because, you know, it's a bigger problem than YouTube can figure out. So I do. I call the electrician. I had to leave work early today to meet the electrician here at the house. Electrician comes in. He's dumbfounded. I told him everything that I've done. I went to all of the circuits. I made sure all of the, none of them were tripped. I double checked them. I reset them. I went to every one of the GFIs that I know. I uh, reset them. I've checked everything. I've done everything I can do. Well, after two hours, we find that there was another GSI or GCI. There was another outlet with a breaker in the outlet in a place that I had never seen before. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and all it takes to turn everything back on was resetting that outlet. Literally, click. So, two hours of labor for an electrician and his electrician's aid to, to do all the stuff that they did to find that I could have just pushed a button and reset it myself. That is the kind of day I'm having. However, I also have a hot tub. And if I've learned nothing in the last couple of days, I've learned this one thing. That the water touches all the things. That the water touches all the things, even when you were close. (laughs) You sound so much better when you actually talk into the microphone, and I appreciate that. Use the dangle thing to bring it closer to you. If I've learned one thing, (laughs) I've learned that a hot tub makes it all better. When we get done taping today, I am stripping down to my nothingness and jumping in the hot tub and letting the bubbles work their magic. Give me a mental picture. Don't give me a mental picture. Think about anything. Dogs, dogs. Oh, my God. I love my dogs. Don't worry. I'm sending you actual pictures, not just mental pictures. All for you. But I'd like to continue our we don't talk until the- <laughs> That is what's going on in my world. Tell me what's going on in yours. So I am starting a seven-day work week. Today was a normal 10-hour day of work, but tomorrow through Friday will be 14 hours. And I don't know that I have 14-hour workdays left in my body. I feel like those were for younger me, and I'm scared. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't do that anymore. Uh, there were a That's couple of I- times in my previous job where I was working 12s and 14s, and, and they... They hit me a lot harder at my age now than they used to. Why are you seven days a week, 14-hour days? What what in the heck has changed in your world? So I have a Navy responsibility uh-huh. in the morning. Yeah. And then a normal job responsibility in the evening. So it's the whole day. They both get a whole day from me. <laughs> and how long is that going to go? Two weeks? 
no, no, no. I already did that. This is just to Tuesday through Friday. And then I work this weekend. But then on Monday... You get a day off? Monday, I start vacation. Oh! <laughs> now I'm excited. Yeah, so Monday starts vacation. And we'll have to briefly speak offline about recording days and whatnot. But there should be some good things to talk about. Well, there we already some is good some stuff. good things to talk about. Where are you going? So Monday, we fly to London. To go oh, that's to right. And then, was that on Wednesday... We fly to Mexico City to see my in-laws. They may have talked me into doing something <laughs> I, that I may already be regretting. And my hands may... Do you see that shine? You see that glisten? <laughs> that glisten that glow? They're already sweating. And I'm going to say that it's because it's hot up here. But we all know that it's because I'm already freaking out and spiraling. I love that you're going to see your in-laws in Mexico City because it makes your relationship sound so much more gangster than... It's true. <laughs> it's true. And they talked you into doing something that you were not wanting to do. Yeah, also, like, me being like, I want to be prepared to go to Mexico City, see the sights. Like, what are the things I want to ask to go do? But I, as soon as I, like... The other day, as soon as I typed in Mexico City, things to do, the news was like, there's a volcano blowing ash all over Mexico. And I was like, what? Yes, that <laughs> delays at Mexico City Airport. Bad air, bad air from volcanoes can make airplanes fall out of the sky. And then I spiraled. Don't don't do that. Oh, you vanished. And he's back. Uh, there's um, an echo cancellation button that I'm hitting on both of us. Did it work? Uh, well, I, I'm not hearing any echo. <laughs> so, so yeah that it's already been an adventure i haven't even i haven't even packed it's already been quite the journey mentally and emotionally so i uh, one of the things i do in my job is I, I i research countries that people are traveling to for personal and professional reasons and and i provide them with an information pamphlet and say these are the things you need to be aware of these are the things you need to do blah 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 fantastic send me one to my email. I, I, I have done recently i've done multiple mexicos i've done mexicos for personal and professional and there's some slight differences in what you have to do. But um, interesting website that I came across today. So everything that I have known about Mexico, and, and I was there just a year ago myself, it's all bad. It's all bad. Uh, uh, Americans are getting kidnapped and shot and murdered and kidnapped and murdered and murdered and kidnapped and murdered. And found in a blender. That was another one. <laughs> he went down there for rehab. I'm sorry, but I don't think I'd go to Mexico for rehab. I feel like I'd go to Mexico for the party. And then she was found in a blender. So don't read the news if... If that's what I came across a website today that really put the numbers of the murders in Mexico into perspective in a way that I had not seen before, because even the Department of State is saying, stay away from Mexico, specifically stay away from these portions of Mexico because Americans are dying and murder and, and murder. And you realize it's just Chicago. They're talking about Chicago. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's really <laughs> yeah. all it is. Yeah. And this website was like, yeah, uh, here are the actual numbers of people being murdered in Mexico compared to and they compared them to places in the States. Now, when I was there, you know, of course, I was in the touristy spot. Not a lot of bad things normally happen in the touristy spot. So they do. But you may get robbed. Uh, yeah, you might get robbed. And sometimes so cartel violence does spill over into the resort areas. It happens. But for the most part, the only thing you're really worried about is 
the 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 small crime and the, this article that I will be sending you kind of put into perspective the fact that you know don't go to a foreign country looking to buy drugs because if you're I'm looking to there. buy drugs you're going to be dealing with drug dealers and a bad element and bad things happen when you go to a country and want to do drugs there besides Luckily for me I don't want to so we're good <laughs> I don't want to drink the water I don't want to buy drugs I do want to eat all the food. <laughs> so I make them back fat. So when Turf. we go to China, you have to, it, it doesn't matter what tour company you are with. Every tour is going to involve a stop at a tea place. It's going to involve a stop at a silk place. And it's going to involve a stop at a jade place. That's China. In Mexico, every tour, no matter who booked it or how you booked it, you end up at a tequila facility. That's I'm there for it. I'm totally there for it. Unfortunately, we are not going with a tour company. I mean, my in-laws have lived there for two years now. So they are the tour guides. But maybe I'll request that. I'll be like, hey, I did something that terrified me. I may have peed my pants. I think I deserve shots. It is not the true Mexican tour experience if they don't take you. I mean, if I need to counsel them on what is required to give a tour of Mexico, let me know. I'll put my two cents in. You got it. You got to go to a tequila facility. That's what you have to do. And and while you're there, they're going to try to sell you some really expensive tequila and they're going to let you taste it. And they're going to tell you about the medicinal effects and how tequila, unlike any other alcohol, is hangover free. It's it's just the, it's the most amazing, the most. And of course, the family because it's always family owned. It, it could be a giant facility and they're going to tell you, yes, this has been in our family for 18 generations. Yes, everything is a lie. Everything, I believe. It's not the tequila you taste. That is not a lie. <laughs> that's correct. I believe CNN more than I believe anything that's ever been told to me on a tour. The guys, the guys who, ride, who ride with you on the ferries in the Bahamas from one island to the next, they just jump on. They pay their fare to get on the ferry just like you do, but they are loud and boisterous and decide to give you a tour and then remind you that they only work for tips. So when you leave, you're kind of guilted in to give them a couple of shillings. And no, they don't have Bahamian shillings. However, Bahamian shillings would be freaking cool. <laughs> I, who uses shillings? No one. Oh, we, sh- we should bring are, back shillings. A dead, a dead currency. Make shillings great again. <laughs> MSG. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, tours to Morocco, always the best. You're going to get the best deal on rugs. Oh, yeah. You're You're going to have to look at a rug when you go to Morocco. That's that's true. You're going to have tea. You're going to have mint tea. You're going to not want to drink the water. And you're going to look at rugs. My favorite experience in Morocco is uh, off the beaten trail. It's an Anthony Bourdain kind of experience, if you will. No, so Morocco, you have to look at rugs. But there's another thing you have to look at. You have to look at this tree oil, this... Oh, yeah, the argon oil. Yeah, the argon oil. You have to, argon oil, you got to get it. You got to look at the trees and all that. So we're done, man. We're done with the carpets and we're done with the argons and we just need a break from the tour. And they give us an opportunity and the wife says, let's go get some coffee. Oh, that's that's a great idea. Moroccan coffee. It can't be too bad. Let's go check it out. And we go into a little place and, you know, bunch of Moroccan dudes in there and me and the wife and... I order the coffee and we sit down and it it gets kind of weird when you realize that she is the only woman in the place. Oh, oh. Yeah, it it got 
kind of weird and awkward and did they think that you had brought I don't offering? I don't know you know I probably could have got a pretty penny for her she's a hot blonde in a country where they like to buy hot blondes uh, <laughs> but I we finished our coffee and we left without incident but there was that moment in there like this is this is probably not cool because there's got to be a I reason often from Texas liking um, like punk rock music and rock and roll also had that experience where halfway through a show I've looked around and been like I'm the only black person here um, what did he say I, I'll tell you a story it goes like this I was often the only white person there often the well, only I white person there <laughs> so I remember one night I'm in a I'm in a club in a city I'm not even going to name the I'm not going to name the city but I'm going to tell you the name of the club the club was called the carousel and, uh, you know, this is many, many years ago. I'm young. I'm thin. I'm hip. I'm wearing a white trench coat, man. I, 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 am, I Yeah, I, I am weird. I'm embracing my yeah, weirdness. And we go into the carousel. And when we go into the carousel, they give us some tickets. And my ticket is number 666, right? The white devil. I don't think anything <laughs> of it. Put it in my pocket, going to the back, I'm playing some pool, I'm hanging out, I'm having a good time. And the DJ stops the music and they start doing the giveaways. They give away a number and they got the number. Then they give away another number and they give it away. And then they call 666, my number. And I uh, double check my ticket, sure enough, there it is, the sign of the beast. And I remember hearing in the crowd, ain't no goddamn devil up in here. <laughs> Now, the music has stopped, and I'll bleep that out. The music has stopped, and the dance floor is empty. In my whiteness, in my as white as white can be, with a white trench coat in, that's going for it. I, Just blowing. I walk up to that shining in the dark. I walk up to that DJ booth, and they gave me like a coupon for a drink or something like that. But man, that that whole night was white devil this and white devil that. The white devil got a free drink. White devil. <laughs> oh yeah, it's fun being the only one, but then sometimes it's not fun. Yeah, like when Somet I got yeah, sometimes you have a moment, and you're like, this is not what I paid for. <laughs> Uh, another story for another time, but when I, I got shot uh, being the only white person in another place. Anyway, <laughs> well, I mean, he was polite enough to ask me, uh, uh, white boy, what are you doing here? You know, racism works both ways. A lot of people don't understand that. <laughs> racism is bad. And <laughs> I feel like that was an opportunity for you to... To leave. Uh, you it, know what? You're right. I am wrong. It, goodbye. It, it goodbye, was, goodbye. <laughs> but in a, like a classic Western, he had shut the doors behind him to the entrance that I knew oh. and then brandished the gun and then asked me the question. And then I made for what I was hoping to be a back. And it turned out that there was another door in the back and I made a break for it. And, and that's when he started shooting at me and, and he had me. Well, you know, that happens. I wasn't faster butt. than a speeding bullet. Did he shoot you in the butt? No, he shot me in the hand. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long, long time ago in a land far, far away. You were in Atlanta, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I got arrested in Atlanta, I too. <laughs> I believe that. I believe that so much. It's funny because, like, I, as much time as I spent working in bars and, like, through my job, like, I never really had any problems. And then I went 
to a bar in Atlanta, Pearl Bistro. I don't know if it's still there. I hope not. And we were like, gonna go. My friend's like, oh yeah, they have food. We'll go there. What lie? <laughs> they had like microwaved egg rolls. Mm, it was super delicious. Weird. And I should have known like right when we got there as they were like not only metal detecting wanding us, but like patting us down that this might not be my my scene. Those were good clubs. You knew yeah. you were safe. But we weren't because it was a patio. <laughs> and so like things got a little hairy and not even late. Like I get it. You know, you have the witching hour and then you kind of expect that's when I'm like, oh, maybe it's a good time to go. No, we're talking at like 930. <laughs> an early start when you start to you, when you start to get the vibe yeah and i was like hey we could go literally anywhere i don't care we could go anywhere i am done being here and i went out on the patio to get one more person i was like hey we're gonna go and that's when you started to hear it and i was like oh, we're gonna go right now and they're like no girl it's just gonna pass i'm like is it because i'm also leaving and i'm your ride so you figure it out <laughs> it's gone so quick i like i went straight out went straight to my car I'm in the car. I see the rest of the people come scampering out. They're like, open the door. Open the door. I didn't want to open the door, but I let them in. You let them in? I let them in the car. We left. We all left. Everyone got in the car. But I sure was about to. Oh, there he is. Hi, I got bumped. How? Things happen. Okie doke. And where were you at the end of that story? I, I just said, I'm not built for survival, and I can't just hang out. Like, you... I'm going to leave. I know I'll be the first to die. (laughs) Yes. Lessons of life well learned. Young people should listen. I can't. As I reflect back on my life, I think of the things that I did. A lot of the stupid things I did. I'm like, why did I do that? Well, there was no there was no real upside to that. There was no need for me to put myself through that. There were many, many times when I could have gotten hurt badly. See, that's not me. The, The flight instinct is strong within me. I'm like, ooh, this doesn't feel good. I'm leaving. Okay, bye. I, that's why I don't go to house parties at all anymore. It's never really been my thing. But if I do go, I will be the first to leave. I uh, I could tell you the last house party I went to, I don't know any of the people that were there other than the person I went with. I went with comedian Nick Costanzo. And uh, he's, he's like, yeah, let's go to this party, you know, blah, blah, blah. So we go. And I'm about 10 years older than Nick. And, you know, this is Nick's peer group. So I'm, I'm in my 30s. I'm not in my 40s. I'm not in my 50s. I'm still relatively young. And we're walking around, and I'm starting to hear voices like, who brought their dad? Oh, what's this dude's dad's doing here? And I start hearing this. And I'm like, what? And, I, of course, I rode with Nick, which was a bad idea. Always so take I, your own car. <laughs> I couldn't leave. Yeah, I know now. Uh, but it was probably 10 of those. And then start the, the, the narc comments started coming up. Who's the narc? Who brought the narc? And I'm like, Nick, I got to go, man. I got to go. And they, he couldn't leave. He couldn't separate. So this was back in the days before Uber. And I had to call a cab company. And a cab got me out of there. But And that was it. The last house party I ever went to. When I was both the dad and the narc. Makes you feel real cool then. All right. Number one, I'm hearing myself on repeat in my headphones. What is going on? I don't know. Did you touch something? No, you vanished. And when you came back, oh, well, I'll just suffer through it. Well, I appreciate you suffering through it. (laughs) Hey, uh, you know what we need to do? We need to talk about some food. It's time to talk about cooking. 
And tonight, prove one thing. You know f all. I can't imagine with you working 14-hour days, seven days in a row, that the um, catering company, of which has no name, is going to be doing much business. Yeah, no, I'm basically done until the middle of July. Oh, really? Okay, well, I mean, you still cook interesting things for the household. What is uh, what is something that you've made of interest recently? I haven't actually cooked because I've been, I guess, in town and we've been out. But I did make, my last order was for cupcakes for graduation. And um, they wanted banana cake cupcakes. Mm. I love banana cake. I feel like it's an underappreciated cake. It sounds delightful. It's so, it's like sweeter frosted banana bread did you just use did, i mean did you use real bananas or was it all the, just the powdery mix no why would you do that when you could just buy bananas at the commissary they're practically ready anyway what what is your thoughts on watermelon i love watermelon so as a young man i worked the watermelon don't say, fields don't you say what oh, typical <laughs> Why would I? That is my favorite stereotype, and I am here for it. I perpetuate it constantly. Again, it season. you know, and I've said this for years. Uh, there's a lot of people who get mad about people using stereotypes, but when it comes to the black stereotypes, how come there's really not any bad ones? Like watermelon is delicious. Orange like chicken. <laughs> And grape soda. <laughs> Tell me again. I would drink that fizzy yeah. Dimatap all day. There's no bad ones. I'm sure. Well, I'm sure there is. I just don't delve into the bad ones as much. But for the most part, all of the stereotypical uh, things that someone would say about a black person is really not negative at all. My butt's big. <laughs> I like watermelon. I like fruit flavored sodas. <laughs> My life is good. Watermelon has been in season for like three weeks. I have easily eaten five watermelons. <laughs> uh, as, a, as a child, I worked the watermelon fields, which that's 14 hours a day of hard labor. That's a lot of work. And the only food you get when you work in the watermelon fields is when you drop accidentally. And I'm using the air quotes here. When you drop a watermelon, you can eat the heart out of it, you know, because you don't have time for anything else. You just grab the heart. You eat the heart out of the watermelon. But you do that. I just for pictured you like a feral cat. <laughs> <laughs> You do that for a couple of seasons, man, and you you don't ever want to see a watermelon ever again, ever. Like working at Subway, <laughs> but, which I had for dinner today. But recently, the wife went and she brought home a watermelon and asked me to carve it up. And okay, you know, I'll I'll, I'll carve it up, but I don't think I'll. I, I didn't say anything about you know my trauma when it comes to watermelons. I wasn't planning on not eating it, but I uh, melon balled it. I did a pretty good job. Most of my balls came out good. I'm, I'm good at making balls. Ball expert. But I did. That was remember. Remember when we did the radio mm -hmm. and we would be talking about a golf tournament and we had to somehow try to sing. And third place is prize is a sleeve of balls with a straight face. <laughs> we don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> so I'm melon balling. I'm having a good time. But I, I, I guess I've forgotten how much watermelons bleed. Because, mm. man, every time you make an incision with the baller, you got juice flowing everywhere. I mean, Zeus enjoyed it. Like your balls, juicy balls. <laughs> Zeus, really Zeus enjoyed it. it. He, he got to lick up a lot of juice on the floor or watermelon blood, as I was calling it, so he could get his protein. But, yeah, that's pretty much uh, all I've done this week. I, I was balling. So, 
if you do you have a vacuum sealer yes we do my mother-in-law got me a vacuum sealer for christmas she's a good person she's amazing so next time you have watermelon take some of your watermelon mm-hmm. put a little salt and a little olive oil in the bag and vacuum seal it just let it hang out for a little bit and then eat it super good salt olive oil watermelon vacuum sealed for how long 15 20 minutes really that seems like a you waste of in, a bag that's so good well, we but, in culinary school and i was like this is stupid and i was like no i was stupid me all right well there's something to try uh, i mean i've got a bunch of balls can i just throw some balls in a bag with some salt and some olive oil and then vacuum seal it I know you love i know you know you love to bag balls so. <laughs> just season them and lube them up when it comes to uh balling your fruit what fruit for you is the best for balls i don't ball my fruit you don't think that makes for better presentation than slices no oh i must be the weird one especially watermelon i like slice it and then it has something to hold it by also who my kid i don't slice my watermelon it's in a quarter i eat it with a fork and a knife and I go to town because I'm always eating at work. I like uh, honeydew balls. I like the cantaloupe balls. Not so much the watermelon balls. Is there anything else you could ball when it comes to fruit? No, that's pretty much it. Just those melons. Well, I think all melons can probably be balled. I know some. All deep in melon balls. Melons and balls. Mm. Yes. This has got my mind working in multiple ways today. <laughs> Balls on the brain, everybody. Hey, you got any? Uh, you got any headlines for me? Oh, I do. I actually have one from a, a longtime listener, second-time contributor. Oh, looking forward to this. And now it is time for headlines from around the globe. All right. If you say you got a headline, that means you get a stinger. Indian official suspended after he drains reservoir to retrieve phone he dropped while taking selfie. I don't want to make fun of people in India right now. They're suffering. They're suffering from a tragic loss because they had a a train. uh, The train went off the track. And I don't know if you've ever seen Indian people on trains, but they. There's a lot of people. They really pack them in. So this very minor accident killed like 400 people. And involved two and different trains. <laughs> so I, uh, you know, I've got the little Indian flag up on my Facebook profile because uh, I support India. And they support us with great customer service and just about everything that they do. I'm trying to wrap my head around the fact that they you got an Indian official who drains an entire reservoir of water, I'm assuming, yep. because... So he had to have the power. He had to, he himself had the That's power right. to to drain this reservoir because he dropped his phone in it while he was taking a selfie at work. I'm just look at here I am. I've been here seven years. This is date number seven thousand three hundred and thirty-three. Taking a picture in front of the bloop gone. This is a true story. I, I had a phone that died on me in a, a hurricane that came to Spain. It was a Sunday. We were out hashing. I took my phone. I did a video with it. I was like, this is probably the last video you'll ever see of me. Uh, I'll, hopefully, I'll try to make it to safety. And I take the phone and I throw it in my backpack. Unbeknownst to me, there's like two inches of water already in my backpack. The last sound recorded on that phone is not a sound that I put in, but it is a drop of water. Bloop. Bloop. 
Yeah, it is. <laughs> so that means that when they programmed the phone, they knew eventually the phone would end up in water. Or they know the phones. Are, remember we did a stat from the book of everything in Great Britain, like 100,000 phones a year end up in the toilet. They made a sound effect to be played on the phone the moment it gets immersed in water. Yes, incredible. So first of all, you got your reservoir guy here. He's in charge of the reservoir because he's got the power to empty the reservoir. All to get his phone and surprise, surprise, the phone doesn't work. Can you imagine? Or he opens it up and all he gets to play back is the one sound effect and it's the bloop. Bloop. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so like I think that was the funniest part for me was phones are pretty resilient these days. They will... Throw my phone in the ocean, in the pool, all the time. You throw it in there. Yeah, I just take pictures. I don't have a special case. I just get it wet all the time. But they're only water resistant to certain depths. I imagine that that reservoir was probably a little deeper. And everything is backed up on the cloud. No, this is India. Remember, the cloud is nothing but somebody. The cloud cloud is just somebody else's computer. It's not really a cloud. Not my computer, not my problem. <laughs> Every time I get a new phone, all my pictures rain into the new one. I am done. I, I, I think I told you, I'm done with new phones. I'm not doing new phones anymore. The next time we get a new phone, it's going to be a jitterbug. It's going to be a big old giant fat numbers jitterbug. <laughs> you, did, you did say that. You did. Because they cost too much. There's some labor practices involved in making them that I'm not happy with. And this goes to all batteries, including those Tesla batteries. So charging right now. (laughs) So I do everything I can to avoid that. So end of this, really not much I could do with this one. The guy was an idiot. He drained an an entire reservoir of water that people needed to survive and live. Probably flooded a couple of villages while he was draining it just to get back his phone that was most likely dead on arrival. So I'm glad he lost his job. Suspended. Oh, he didn't. Man, Indian politics are like American politics. Even when you're that screwed up, they don't. They can't fire you. Yeah, it's pretty great. I go into politics. Nope, nope, nope. You got another headline for me? I do. Maryland students prank school by listing it on Zillow as nice, half-working jail. Those are fun kids. Uh, the, the the senior pranks are going straight, are getting better and better. They're getting weird. Uh, that's a fun one that you put the school on sale at Zillow, but it's not really fun unless you pull off the sale. Then then it's funny if you can like uh, steal the title of the school, put the school on the market, and sell the school, and then you know put an eviction notice on the door. That now that's a that's a prank. That's that's good stuff. Locally, here in the uh, Cumberland County area, maybe it was Perry County, but locally in the Harrisburg area, central Pennsylvania, we had some high school students who um, thought their senior prank was just going to be trashing the school. And like all idiots these days, they were smart enough to uh, videotape it. Totally videotaped. Yeah, everybody videotaped it. And they didn't even take the time to use one of the many available TikTok filters to disguise their faces. They just released it with all their faces and all their antics and just stupid. Look, not everyone is a filter professional like yourself. But somewhere else recently, the children pulled a prank that luckily for them, 
So I don't know if you heard about it. Here's here's the prank that they pulled. They broke into the principal's house in the middle of the night. I saw it. Yes. And all of them had a slumber party. And then they all just slept in the principal's house. They didn't steal anything. They didn't break anything. They didn't do anything nefarious. And they, when she woke up in the morning, they just videotaped her reaction to a bunch of people f- sleeping on her floor. Hilarious. Super cute. It's cute. <laughs> and she like closed the door. <laughs> it's cute. It's funny. It, it's a good prank. It's a good prank. It, luckily for them, they didn't get killed. <laughs> uh, you know the reason I have so many loaded magazines in this house. <laughs> I just love that they all got into the house. They were so respectful. They were as quiet as can be. She didn't hear anything. They bunked down, and in the morning, she was like, "Oh." It was <laughs> a, they were like, ah. "It was a good prank. It was a good prank. Was I liked prank. it." The the, the Zilla- best part about this one, uh huh, Fort Meade. <laughs> Oh, this was on base. Senior high. <laughs> <laughs> Again, if they could have went a step further, I've pulled a couple of pranks in my day. Can't imagine. One of them involved a sale similar like that. My command mash chief, you know, when we deployed, uh, he was assigned his own Humvee. Well, uh, I stole his Humvee and I put it down at the uh, the lemon lot there in Puerto Rico. And we put a big sign up on it for sale, and we gave the we put down his number as the number to call for it. And I, I paid uh, I paid a heavy price for that prank, and uh, along with several other pranks I made that season, that selectee season. But they were worth it. <laughs> you don't look impressed. I don't care. I don't care. They were worth it. I enjoyed it. Those were good pranks. Hey everybody, it's T Bone. Did you know you can listen to the Lunsby Show on the iHeartRadio app? The team at iHeartRadio has created two new features on the app. You can now auto-download to your device and be notified when other new episodes are released, all for free using the iHeartRadio app. And you can listen to The Lunsby Show from anywhere. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. Well, uh, I apologize there. So here I am telling a story, laughing, laughing, and laughing, and you are deadlocked in a serious, serious face, and and I start yelling at you because what I said was funny and deserved more than the face that you were giving me, at which point I realized you were frozen, and then I realized... Um, I had been kicked off the internet again. Verizon, my my current internet provider, sent me a little message and said, hey, you look great from this angle, too. Hey. <laughs> but I, I need to hear about your prank. Oh, wow. You didn't well, hear. Was it about the Master Chief, the, yeah, the Humvee? Yeah, I already told that story. Okay, yeah, no, I heard it, and I was responding, so that must have been, I just didn't know where you ended it. I ended it. I, I, okay. I ended it with, a, I paid the price. But because oh, of the... That amount of technical issues that we're having i think we're just going to push on through for the rest of this show and just knock out uh, the things that need to get knocked out let's start with this let's go to this one real quick it is time for a resolution rewards update and then there were two. That's right. My worst nightmare. It's not a nightmare. Look, if it's if it's a nightmare and you want to end it, do us all I a don't. favor. Do us all a favor and just tap out. 
I can't. I you, cannot lose to him. You can. You can lose this to him. This is my thing. This is my thing. <laughs> my friends. And he came along and he inter- intruded on my thing with my friends and I can't lose to him. Your sister-in-law has offered to help you tap him uh, to, to win this competition by buying out uh, your winnings. Uh, so the Resolution Rewards Program, we started uh, in the beginning of 2023 and it's been going strong one by one, uh, participants have been uh, eliminated because the requirement was that they exercise and they post a video to the Lunsby group. And it's been a great time and there's been a lot of great exercise and a lot of camaraderie and it's been fun. Uh, but as competitions do, people slowly get eliminated and now we're down to the final two. It is, it is Tommy versus Christina. One of them is going to win and one of them is going to lose. If this competition continues past July 1st, the pot, the amount of money that the winner will take doubles. So That's if, why you want me to tap out. So if either of you want to tap out before then, I, I appreciate that because I'm the one footing that bill. And if it goes into December of 2023 and they're still making videos every single day, we will have a video competition uh, voting we have we have a system set up where it would behoove both contestants to get as many people on the fan page as possible because eventually if it comes down to a tiebreaker it's going to come down to to votes and those votes have got to be on the page so that all of this is self-serving it's a well-paid promotion it's working for us it's it's keeping the page active and you guys should be getting badges soon I don't hand out the badges. The algorithm hands out the badges. But the more you participate, the more you contribute. Arbitrarily, Facebook will be like, congratulations, Mr. Taney. You're an awesome person. Here's, here's a badge for being a contributor to the Lunds B Show. If I had the ability to give out those badges, he would already have his badge. But everybody that's participated in the competition has got a lot of posts, so they should have some badges that they may or may not want to put up. But they, they've earned them. Congratulations on that. So we're down to the final two. Every day, they got to work out. That's all there is to it. Um, in the in the spirit of old school wrestling, would you like to cut a quick promo to tell your uh, your competition on how you're going to take him down? Stop trying so hard. It's making it hard for me. <laughs> oh I mean, what would you- I think that I-, I will win. I will win because these are my friends and it's my thing. <laughs> and I will not lose. You're the older child, right? I am. But it's funny because I'm also the least competitive person I know. That's wow. why this is so hard for me is because I'm like, if it was anyone but my brother, I might not still be in it. But it's him. Your little so. brother. Little Grover. Baby Grover. <laughs> I'm just going to call him that from now on. Maybe that will make me feel strong. <laughs> I have like, it's been fun because I do, I've, I've had a blast doing the videos and I don't want to stop. i my planks are super strong. My push-ups always need work, but I've upped my weight. The, my weights that I'm lifting, I have increased my or shortened my time on my mile. May not look like it, but I have made severe progress. <laughs> uh, working out every day has benefits, and you know I'm working out every day as well, even though I'm no longer a part of the competition. And I'm posting my videos to TikTok, and that was a separate experiment to find out if to find out if TikTok arbitrarily inflates views and in like my last two videos there are well over 200 views on them and I'm getting a lot of people following me now that have a lot of acrylic letters 
and their names? Cyrillic. 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 Teflon. I don't know. There's a lot. Of that. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, I don't follow them back. There's some people that I see that I know would they follow me, and I appreciate that. And my, you know, They're family. Bots. But I think yeah, there's probably a lot of bots uh, from a Macedonian bot farm. I don't know. It's all been an experiment to see how how much it increases. If I looked at my TikToks right now, like the the little joke I do about what a bag of Tostitos looks like when my wife eats the last fully formed chip and I beat the rest of the bag out with a, a rolling pin. You've never seen that one, have you? No. <laughs> well, that's that's one of my like that's a, over a thousand views on that one. But most of my workout videos are you know twenty, thirty, and then I'll get one that's two hundred. And two days in a row, I've hit two hundred. So it's strange because I'm not really going out of my way to be exceptionally entertaining. And the thirty second spots that I'm doing every day, the hey, look at me, I'm still working out, yay! Right, but I mean they are they are entertaining. I've watched a few of them. Is it because I'm also just impressed by your filters, your fil- I'm really checking in to see what your filter selection of the day will be. I tried not to repeat any filter. And that's and, why I'm checking it. So with TikTok, TikTok has a huge library of music that you can put onto your videos. I got flagged recently for one of the one of the songs. Oh, it was Thunderstruck, of course. Thunderstruck. <laughs> because it was Friday, and you know, we always had to have Thunderstruck Friday for one of our uh, fans there, Dave. And uh, Facebook flagged me for copyrighted music violation that was on a TikTok video. And like, we removed it. And then I played it and like, no, you didn't. It's still there. Anyway, that has been our Resolution <laughs> Rewards update. Uh, Tommy, I, I challenge you if you want to make a heel. Uh, if you want to go old school WWF and make a promo about how awesome you are and how you're going to win this competition, we will play that with a giant smile on our face because uh, your competition didn't really make a good promo. You didn't he cut a good one. He won't participate. He's only in it for the money. <laughs> I don't hate him for that. <laughs> I do. It's my money and I want it now. Call J.G. Wentworth. J.G. Wentworth. 877-CASH-NOW. There's a generation that will always know that, and there's a generation that will never know that. And that's sad for them because it's so good. They're still playing that commercial. It's a timeless piece. Yeah, it it still regularly plays, and I still regularly sing along with it, and it still runs. How is that J.G. Whitworth still alive? Pass it on to his kids. I don't know. (laughs) It's a scam, I tell you. (laughs) Let's go to the book of everything. Every week we go into the book of everything. We pull out two random facts and we learn interesting things that stay with us. A really good one. Stay with you forever. And some of them uh, do not. Let's see. You're going to England. So these uh, two yeah. facts this week will be centered on England. Ooh. Britons eat 97% of the world's baked beans. That's right. Yes, they're all so prim and proper while they're tooting. They're just a bunch of tutors. <laughs> ha ha, do you tutors. Know, do you know what northern, the slang for a fart in northern England is? It's a trump. It's a trump. Yes. A trump-a-doodle. Yes. <laughs> my, my mother-in-law. Uh-huh. Trump-a-doodles. Trump-a-doodles. Yes, I well, they're, they're trump-a-doodling because they eat 97% of the world's beans. Second Those fact. Beans. 
this week from the Book of Everything. The last private resident of 10 Downing Street was named Mr. Chicken. That's correct. The Prime Minister of England lives at 10 Downing Street. But the last person to live there before the Prime Ministers took over the property was Mr. Chicken. And those... And he probably ate a lot of beans. (laughs) 97% of those beans. And those are the facts from the book of everything. Now, let's move on to Birthday Boost. Every week, make a special acknowledgement for those family, friends, and listeners that are having birthdays. Uh, If they're exceptional people, they get this thing called a birthday boost. And if they're unexceptional people, they get... (laughs) They get an honorable mention. No, it's not uh, not dissing them in any way. It's, uh, It's we only have room for a couple birthday boosts, and then everybody else gets an honorable mention. As always, you go first. Uh, I'm going to start out with uh, Gina, who is one of those people that you I've never met, but we got linked up through a friend. She's a friend of a friend. She's one of the most positive, most motivated humans I have ever encountered, but is genuine and wants to see everyone succeed. Uh, Today is her birthday. I hope it's a beautiful birthday. I know her family is going through it. Her son is uh, has brain cancer and she has been asking for thoughts, prayers, anything that you can do. So if you think... um, if you have a moment, send Gina and her son and their family some love and also happy birthday. I hope you have the best present. Did you say your last name? Waterfield Jenkins. Oh my goodness. Gina Waterfield yeah. Jenkins. Well, if you're putting uh, you're putting out positive energy out there, you need to be a little bit more specific. There's a whole bunch of Genas. You won't, you know, want to send that to the wrong Every one. Every Gina get you got a Gina. Yeah. You know, like just just all Genas. Good vibes to Genas. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. I, oh no, I don't know what to do. So many amazing people whose birthday is coming up during this taping session. I, I'm going to go, all right, I I got it. Uh, Pat LeBlanc recently retired from government service. And I had the pleasure of working with this man. He was, he was my armor. He was my, he was my weapons guy. Many, many years ago in Kings Bay, Georgia, Pat is a, is a wonderful person. He was a great confidant. He is a member of a, he is a minister of the Universal Life Church, as I am a member of the Universal Life Church, and we confided in each other uh, frequently on our drives back and forth to Fort Stewart when we would do our uh, automatic weapons fires and uh, where I would, I burned my finger once and it happens, you know, things are hot and I burnt my finger and it hurt. But over the years since I left Pat, that story of me burning my finger turned into this much more grander story of me uh, getting uh, like a life changing disfigurement on my hand. <laughs> and it was just kind of like your knife cut a couple of weeks ago. It was just a really small burn that did damage my skin. But the story has had evolved over years to where it was this really tragic event. And I, I just grabbed the barrel of an M60 with my bare hand and the skin grafts. And the story really took on a, a mind of its own. And it's all because of Pat's wonderful imagination. And he, he took what was a real story and, and added a little spice to it to make it a bigger story to make it more efficient 
as a safety reminder that don't touch hot things. So <laughs> so the entire time he was still teaching there, he kind of made a fool out of me, but made me infamous in the fact that I was the guy that grabbed the barrel of the machine gun uh, while he was hot. So I, I, I love him for that. And he's, he's everything in his life is going in the right direction. And I can't wish him a bigger, a brighter, or a happier birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Pat. Who is your second birthday boost? This is one of my favorite people in the world. Um, my across-the-hall neighbor in New York, Gordon Goldberg, is having his birthday. He is one of the smartest, funniest, snarkiest, pettiest people I have ever met, and I adore all of those qualities in him. He also helped me put together a lot of IKEA furniture, which makes him a saint. Happy birthday, Gordon. Now, I want you to go back and listen to episode 1143 and hear what you said last week when you wished Gordon a happy birthday. I don't care. I would say it every day. <laughs> Angelo Fischiera is another friend of mine that I would consider a, a, a deep confidant. If I wanted someone that I, I trusted, someone that I respected, if I... If I wanted to talk to somebody or I needed to talk to somebody, you know, there, there's always these helplines. If you if you need to talk to somebody, dial this number. If you need to talk to somebody, go on this website. If you need to talk to somebody, make some freaking friends that you trust and that you can believe in and uh, that you respect and that honor you and you honor them. And Angelo was that friend. We would get up early on a Saturday morning and we'd go drink a couple of beers and then we'd go run, you know, five or ten miles, whatever floated our boat that day. And then we'd go and we'd drink a couple more beers. But in the meantime, meantime, we had fellowship. We had genuine fellowship. And, you know, I, I don't tell my friends I love them enough. And I absolutely do love Angelo in so much that I have reminders of him around this house. He bought me a bottle of liquor for one of my birthdays. And I, I have that with my wine shipment. You know, I brought it back with me and it's prominently displayed. And whenever I see that, I think of him and I also still have like a portion of the card that was with it where he wasn't giving me the alcohol because I was old. He was giving me to you know, wash the old people medicine down or whatever the joke was. It stuck with me. It resonates with me. I think about him often and I, and I want to talk to him more. I miss talking to him. And those are the kinds of friends. You, that's the kind of friendships you should want to develop. Do you want to develop friendships with people like that? who will miss you and who you will miss. And I miss him and I need to talk to him more because it's 2023 and there's re really no reason I shouldn't call him. But the next time you see him and you will see him, uh, tell him happy birthday and uh, tell him, you know, he got, he got a pretty good happy birthday shout out, birthday boost on the Lunds Beach Why don't show. you just call him? You call him and you tell him. You miss him. You're going to see him in real life. Will I? Probably not before you could just call him, you know, all right. Well, I'm ending it this way anyway. Now we move on. Invite to... him on the show. <laughs> now we move on to uh, honorable mentions. Who is in your honorable mention section this week? Charla, Misty, Kevin, Wright, Jason, Thomas, Rick, Reagan, Marty, Nikki. There were so many this week. John, Pasquale. Oh, you don't Mark. have to say them all. 
Those are the people that I like. There's more. <laughs> On my list this week, I've got Dave Scott. Uh, Dave's an amazing guy. Christina Thomas, who I love dearly, used to be our neighbor there in Orange Park. Pedro Ramirez. Alicia Hanna. Uh, Richard Barreto. Justin Nodolf. Angela Adkins. Janet Williams, who I am trying to get to come to the Comedy Zone here in... Uh, Harrisburg, very funny lady, the Tennessee tramp, Janet Williams. Eric Shantz, my big brother from another mother, Ricky Hittier, uh, uh, Joyce Edwards, Lee Henry, Gary Menke, Ron Bender, Lee McKinney, Donna Ackler, and of course, one of our favorite fans, uh, Mike Stanley's beautiful wife, Shirley Stanley, celebrating uh-huh. her birthday. So that's uh, everybody that we got. If you're celebrating a birthday out there, we hope we got you. If we didn't, you know, we're sorry. Ah. If you got a birthday boost, we hope you enjoy it. And if you got an honorable mention, next time, try harder. I'm looking at all my buttons about all the things that we need to do. I've pushed all the buttons with the exception of one because, unfortunately, J-Bone, the producer, is not here with us today to read from the book Old Jokes Forgotten Folks, whatever that book is. <laughs> and I know many of you have reached out and say that you enjoy the way she reads these jokes. Uh, uh, I enjoy listening to her read these jokes, but unfortunately she's not here, so she's not going to read the jokes. With that being said, is there anything else you want to add to this week's episode before we close it up? Nope. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I remind you today as I remind you every day, just be the best person that you can be. And if you are a great person today, be an even better person tomorrow. And don't forget that you are loved. Thank you for listening to T-Bone and Chick Brew. If you enjoyed that show, you should check out the Darrell McLean Show, independent media that won't reinforce tribalism. We have one planet and nobody's leaving, so let's reason together. You can find the Darrell McLean Show at the same place you actually listen to this show. Give it a shot. All right, we're going to lock it up right there. Sorry, awesome, awesome. sorry about the technical difficulties, but, uh, you know, we find a way.